Hello, I'm JC Candanito, and this is Photography with an Impact. Photography with an Impact is a microcast series about my experiences working in the creative industries in the UK, where I talk about the industry and the business of creativity with a focus on social issues. Thank you so much for joining me today. Olivia Pinnock is a fashion journalist uh, here based here in London. She's also the founder of the Fashion Debates and her beautiful work promotes positive change for a more sustainable um, fashion industry. She also lectures at the London College of Fashion and the London Metropolitan University and Norwich University of the Arts. I think I've explained your whole curriculum. But it's, is there anything else that I've left out? Pretty much know that, that that covers it all pretty well. <laughs> My many tell- hyphenates. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about the work that you do? Yeah, so um, I, I guess you'd call me a communicator, I suppose, in all of those roles. I'm speaking, I'm writing, lecturing, um, all of those things. Um, but I'm particularly interested in, um, I love the fashion industry, that's why I work in it, but... Um, Uh, there's an awful lot that needs to change (laughs) within it um, from environmental issues to social issues um, and things that affect the people that work in it. So that's what I really try to explore in my writing and particularly with the work that I do with the fashion debates. Um, JC and I collaborated on a a great fashion debates uh, just talking about uh, mental health in the fashion industry. Um, So that's why it's Great again to be here now talking. I know, about I agree, because this feels like a very nice continuation of the collaborations that we've had in the past. Um, we are having a conversation today about mental health, um, which is an issue that has affected us all during this um, lockdown phase. Uh, but particularly uh, young people, especially students, and because Olivia lectures in different universities here in London, I thought that it would be a good idea to have this conversation with her. Freelancers, um, in general, we spend a lot of time on our own. It's a, when, you, when you're a, a creative, a, creative, a freelance creative, um, you spend a lot of time in isolation. Um, you, you tend to work on your own, uh, trying to, to create the work that you do. Um, and if you don't push yourself to go out there and create connections and network with other people, it can be a very solitary um, type of job. I don't know if you have the same experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I kind of particularly over, over my summers when I finish teaching at university, like teaching is a really great way to get out of the house and see some people. Um, you know, but uh, I, 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 this being alone and, and working alone, having to make all those decisions on your own, not being able to, you know, just go to the water cooler with someone and be like, oh gosh, you'll never believe what happened today. Um, you know, those things are really difficult. <laughs> exactly, I, to- I totally agree. And some of us who are now freelance creators used to have other types of jobs in the past. I used to work for corporate, so I completely agree with you that uh, experience of going to the kitchen or to the coffee machine and just having a conversation with anyone just to vent whatever's going on um, that day in, in your work or just, you know, talk about what you did the, during the weekend, it, it, it contributes so much to, to our well-being. And this is something that when you are uh, a creative freelancer, if you don't push yourself to make connections with other people and to surround yourself with a supportive environment, um, you, you tend to be on your own for a long time. Uh, we have spent so much time on our own, especially particular people who live on their own, um, that this has been also a very good time for self-reflection and maybe appreciation of um, 
the simple things in life. Yeah, definitely. And do you find it's kind of funny you're saying, you know, it's, it's something very unique to the kind of freelancer experience. And now in lockdown, it's like the whole world is going through that experience. And you're a little bit like, yeah, I know this is my life normally. <laughs> exactly. And I've heard from a lot of people who are introverts that for them, this is, you know, paradise. They, they don't have to be forced to get in, uh, in contact with other people. They can stay at home as much as they want and no one can tell them anything. <laughs> So for them, maybe the ease, the ease of the restrictions is not as good as for, other, for the rest of us, maybe. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it's so unique for every single person as well. Um, my boyfriend is one of those introverted people. Like, I'm, I'm struggling to get him to be like, maybe we should go see some friends in the park. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm just going to stay inside. I'm like, but you've been inside for months. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's quite funny, but yeah, he's quite happy. Whereas, yeah, I'm just like, I really miss my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk to you um, about the work that you do in um, lecturing in different universities and what has been your experience with your students? Uh, because this has been a very, very tough time for students. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think, again, you know, similarly, it, it's different for every single student <laughs> as well. Um, you know, I think some of them have coped remarkably well. Um, others of them completely understandably are struggling um, and trying to support them through that has, you know, whilst, whilst also teaching them and getting them to pass their assessments has, um, you know, definitely been a, a struggle of this time, you know, and, and every university has reacted differently as well. Um, and, you know, some better than others. I'm like thankful that all of the universities I teach at, I think have done a, an excellent job of adapting, of understanding that this is a difficult time. Um, you know, and, and I think when it comes to their projects, there's a lot of pressure, you know, like when you're, when you're in the working world, of course you always want to do your best, but if you have an off day or, you know, you're just going through a bit of a difficult period, you know, that kind of balances out over the scale of your um, work. Um, whereas, you know, when you have to submit one piece of work and get it marked, and that's going to go towards your final degree classification, while we're all going through this really difficult time, like that's a lot of stress and a lot of pressure, which they already feel. And I think the situation's added to it. Um, I think that particularly for people who have had to be in lockdown with their relatives or roommates or any other uh, type of, you know, person that they live with, uh, if they have children, there's so many distractions, it's really difficult to concentrate on, on what they're doing. And I've heard a lot of students complain that they haven't been able to, you know, focus 100% in the work that they have to do because of so many distractions. While Olivia and I were uh, discussing this conversation today, uh, we were talking about um, a, um, a work that I have done, a collaboration that I've done with a partnership for John London um, with their Digital Health Ambassadors program. And I was, uh, telling Olivia that they did a study on, um, on um, students. I think 75,000 students were surveyed and to learn how the pandemic has affected uh, their lives. And some of the, the results from the study were that the levels of depression and anxiety are higher than any other group in young people, particularly students. And um, also the satisfaction um, is lower than in other age group. Um, and we're talking about uh, people, young people between, young adults between 18 and 29. And also a feeling of loneliness is also higher in this group. And 
I, I think this feeling of, of, of life satisfaction that, um, that they feel satisfied, I think it, it comes also from that feeling of not, not being able to accomplish such an important uh, period of their life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I read that uh, study, uh, a lot of the comments that came through the survey, I was like, yeah, that is exactly the same things I've been hearing from my students um, at this time that, you know, I, I think the difficult thing is, is that it's not just only this difficult time. Um, I think it's, it's A, being thrown into this difficult time very suddenly. Like, you know, we literally went from one day being in the classroom together to the next day teaching everything online. Um, and, you know, what we were talking about, you know, as a as a freelancer, you, you do have to manage your mental health when you're so, you know, isolated um, in your work. But, you know, over the years, years, stressing that, <laughs> um, you know, I've set up ways of coping with that. And I, and I have a home office set up and I, you know, I make that work for me. You know, when you're suddenly thrown into that situation, you don't have routines and ways of coping and good environments in order to get into that mindset to be able to work and structure your life, which is, which is really difficult. And I think the other thing that maybe wasn't so apparent at the start of this, but I think is really starting to settle in now is that, even when we come out of this, the implications of this time are going to be ongoing. Um, you know, I'm, I obviously I feel terrible for my students who are graduating this year. Um, they're not getting their graduation ceremony. Well, they will get their graduation ceremonies at some point, but um, hopefully before the end of the year. Um, but, you know, it's been incredibly anticlimactic. It's been anticlimactic for me as a lecturer to just be like, okay, so I'm logging off this Zoom chat and I guess we won't see each other again. Um, you know, it's not really the way I want to say goodbye to my students. Um, and and know, I think that that, that, that is the perfect, I think you used the perfect word, anticlimactic, because they've worked so hard to get this. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, we, we, we were so close. And, and they, I mean, they fit, they're able to finish. It's not that they're not able to, but not under the best of circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, for, um, you know, for many of my students at, at Norwich University of the Arts, you know, a lot of them are working on creative projects like photo shoots and films and things for their, their final major projects. Um, and obviously at the timing of this lockdown, you know, some of them had made a start on it, but they hadn't finished it. And they obviously haven't been able to do photo shoots and video works and all that kind of stuff. So we, we found ways for them to still you know, still pass and still get their degrees and all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, that was going to be their big body of work that they took to prospective clients and employers and all those kind of things. And they've been left without that, which I, I feel really, um, really awful for them. Um, but, you know, I think, I think time will heal that. I agree. Um, and, and, and it won't matter so much. What I do worry about is that, you know, if we're now headed towards recession, <laughs> Um, and I say this as someone who graduated during a recession, and it sucked. <laughs> um, and I, so, you know, I know what that's like. And it's, you know, it's, I think that experience has been quite helpful to, you know, say to my students, like, look, this is, this is going to be horrible. And it's, you know, it's not just affecting the class that are graduating this year. It's also going to affect the classes that are graduating in the next few years. And you will get through it. It will be okay. Um, go easy on yourself. <laughs> um, it's the situation out there. It's not you. I was going to ask you if you had any advice for people graduating in, in, in this time. Yeah, I think, you know, it is, um, 
you know, I'm not going to pretend like it's, it's going to be great and wonderful. Um, but I think it's just really important to remember that your university is not just the grade you get at the end of it. Um, it's not even just the work you did on your assignments or anything like that. It's everything you learned along the way. It's the connections you made along the way. It's the experiences who made you who you are. Um, you know, and, and this time in particular, <laughs> it's going to be incredibly formative um, for who you are going forward. And, and I do think there is, you know, this isn't true for all students, but, um, you know, since tuition fees are so high in the UK at the moment, which I think is a massive problem, um, there is a slight tendency to consider yourself as a client <laughs> of the university, as, as a customer of the university. Yeah. Um, and, you know, here, I pay you this money and you give me this education and this degree and I walk away and that's it, you know. And, and I don't really think that's how education should be viewed. Um, you know, there's so much more that you take away from it. But... I think, um, you know, on the positive side, that's something that you can focus on. Like if things didn't really go the way that you wanted them to over the last couple of months, you're taking away so much more from university than that. Yeah, definitely. Um, there, there seems to be this, like, I don't know if you agree with me, like collective sadness and, and also feeling that there's been a lot of opportunities lost um, um, for the students that feel like you, like you were saying, you and I graduated and uh, different times in life, but we, had the opportunity to finish we went to the to the job market we have worked and we tend to see these sort of challenges in a different way when you're starting your life and you're feeling that you're finally finishing this phase this formatory phase and now you're ready to enter the world all of a sudden all this um it's like truncated you now by the experiences that we just live um do you think that um this challenging challenging periods uh, also force us to come up with creative solutions and that this can also be um, applied in a positive way to our lives uh, as, as, a, as a way to give advice uh, to students so that they don't feel so discouraged. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I always kind of say to my students because of, because of the kind of things I'm interested in in my work, um, sustainable fashion, um, both in terms of social sustainability, environmental sustainability, and a lot of the kind of things that could be improved about the fashion industry. Um, so what I kind of always tell my students is, you know, I'm here to tell you how the fashion industry operates. And I want you to tell me how we can do it better. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I don't want to dictate to you, like, this is the way the fashion industry is, you know, go along with it. Um, because there's a lot that needs to change and um, oh my god have we seen you know change and disruption um, and creative solutions during this time and I think that um, you know that is if, if you are one of those students who've been who've been thinking about change I know a lot of my students have been um, sort of proposing ideas for a better more sustainable fashion industry now is your time to shine because this industry desperately needs solutions and that doesn't come from people who are so entrenched in their ways it comes from you know from change makers people. yeah exactly <laughs> no, i yeah. totally agree you and i have discussed in the past how uh, also the management of expectations uh, by um, uh, education bodies in terms of uh, how they uh, act as sometimes as a business that they just want to uh, educate people for profit and not really educate them to enter into the uh, job market and in, in particularly in fashion a lot of people who go into uni to study they all want to be designers but we can't have 
as many designers and we also need other support roles in the industry which are just as important so in a way to manage expectations as well during this phase um are, are there any things that you noticed 10 years ago when we were going through a recession which was the time around when you graduated that we can apply today so that we you know more or less can know uh, these are the sort of things that we need to be doing now like trying to see what is uh, what is going on around us what is wrong when things could be uh, what things could be fixed or changed i think we are you know in in some ways i think now we're more aware of what's changing we're more aware of what the conversation is because of social media um and yes social media was around when i graduated <laughs> um, you're not that old but it was, well i am but, but I, I but i didn't have a smartphone when i graduated i didn't have a smartphone you know so i had social media but i was going to like a desktop computer to access that which makes you have a, flip like phone. a dinosaur <laughs> Well, at least you had internet when you graduated. Yeah. <laughs> there was an internet. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, so I, so I think, um, you know, looking back on that time, um, I think, you know, now it's so much easier to access information, to connect with people, to understand what people want, need, um, and all that kind of stuff, which is great and you know I think the things that I look back on comparing to when when I graduated and, and being in a recession and everything that was um going on I actually I think more about my personal experiences and actually how much I learned about the workplace once I was in it you know I think when I graduated I was like this is what I want to do this is the path you know and I was so set on it um and then I got out and went actually no maybe I thought I would like this and I didn't oh I didn't realize this was the way the world worked um you know and i think being flexible and i you know I, I remember i remember so clearly that feeling when you graduate where it feels like you're all on the start line with everyone you're graduating with you know and there is as much as you're friendly with everyone there is a sense of competition it's like oh who's gonna land a job yeah. first who's gonna get the best job um you know and and, and all of those sorts of things especially because like i studied journalism so it, it even though it's not fashion related, it still has definitely that competitive element. It is a very competitive career, definitely. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and because of this recession, you know, a, a very large percentage of um, the people I graduated with, most of them for the first six months to a year were working in supermarkets, working in call centers, um, you know, doing whatever they could to get by. And there's absolutely no shame in that. Um, you know, Quite. those people now are, some of them work in journalism, some of them don't, some of them have changed careers, um, you know, but they're all happy, fully formed people, you know, living their careers the way they want to. And, and I think it's really important not to compare yourself to everybody you're graduating with. Like everyone's got their own timeline, everyone's got their own journey. Um, and of course, we'd all love our journey to be the shortest and best. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but what for? There is that saying that says that the flame that, um, that the, the candle that shines the brightest is the one that burns first or something like that. I can't really <laughs> remember how it goes. Very but, true. But you know, very I think true. it's also to think, you know, if you're, if you're 21 right now um, and graduating, um, you know, retirement age is going to be minimum 70 by the time you retire. You've got 50 years, guys. <laughs> like, why the need to, yeah, run off the podium and go get the really high-flying job? Because, yeah, yeah, you'll burn out or you'll, 
you know, run out of options and go, you know, and, and again, there's, if that happens to you, that's fine as well. You can always change careers. Exactly. Change I mean, look at me. I was a, a project manager uh, working in telecommunications for 20 years of my life. And then before becoming 40, I changed my life. And now I'm a photographer. And I don't know if in 30 years I'll become a journalist like you. Like, you know, who can tell? Nobody knows. And I think that you said something really interesting before about uh, flexibility, being so flexible. Something that I really admire about you is that you, you were looking, when you graduated, you were looking for... Um, like you, you had, like you have your plan. This is what I want. What I want to do. I want to be this. And when you you saw that what you wanted didn't exist, or you weren't given, you weren't given the opportunities, you went out and you created those opportunities for yourself when you created um, the Fashion Debates platform. And I think that that is a very also very good advice for students today to be flexible, just to go with the flow and see. Don't have a set plan because you never know what can happen. Yeah, I think as well. You know the the job market is so different now you know I, I always used to I used to say to people get experience you know if it's like journalism that they wanted to do I'd be like go get experience in a newsroom and you know and, and make connections go work on go work in house and then go freelance because it's really hard to go freelance when you don't have connections or you know you don't learn from other people um, and journalism is definitely something you need to be relearning all the time <laughs> um, and you know now I'm like you know what, the jobs aren't there. They're just not there um, in the newsrooms and magazines um, and things like that. And, you know, the, the same with fashion as well. There's only a certain amount of people who can go work in a certain fashion house or work for a certain brand. Um, and if you think you want to do freelancing, go for it. Again, the ideal route would maybe be to, be to have, you know, experience in a company first. But I, I no longer advise people against doing that because I think the job market just looks so different. Um, hmm. and, you know, we all have to be multi-hyphenates and, um, you know, flexible and, and find our own opportunities. Is that, I know, is that sort of your experience as well, JC? Totally, definitely. Um, and uh, going just a little bit back to what you were saying before, I think that if you look at uh, the industry that you want to work in and don't see what you're looking for, go and create it because that is what is needed. And um, like we're seeing a lot of um, problems with representation, for instance, then if you're not seeing yourself represented, then maybe you are the one who needs to go and create that representation for, for, for other people. If you're not finding uh, those brands who sell uh, ethical fashion or sustainable fashion, like so many designers have done, they go and create those uh, brands themselves. And I think that uh, that is a sort of like entrepreneurial spirit that, um, that we sort of need right now. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, um, you know, that's one of the great things about now is it's, it's far more, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's easier no. <laughs> and more accessible um, to do those things and create work in, in new and interesting ways. Definitely. And on that note, um, we're, we've arrived to the end of this uh, very, very, very interesting conversation about um, students' life during the pandemic and what the future holds for all of us. Thank you so much, Olivia, for joining me today. And I hope everyone enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so Bye. Much for joining us. Bye. That wraps up another episode of Photography with an Impact. As always, you can find the transcripts of these episodes on my website at jccandanito.com blog. Follow me on social media at jccandanito. Subscribe to Photography with an Impact wherever you get your podcasts to make sure that you don't miss out on the next episodes. Thanks for listening.